Greetings, Noah listeners. I wanted to let you know that I'll be involved in a production of Getting Sarah Married at the High Desert Center of the Arts. We will be opening on the week of June 14th. It will run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Fridays and Saturdays at 7.30. Sunday at 2.30. And it will run for three weeks. Uh, For ticket information, please go to highdesertcenterforthearts.com or you can contact them directly by dialing 760-243-7493. Hey, this is Walter Phelan, a.k.a. Dr. Satan, and you're listening to Nowhere California with Phil and Josh. We took kind of a short break from the Tales from the Con, but you know what? It's time to do it. We're actually trying to finish them up. Yeah, let's well, jump back This is the second last bunch we're going to do. We're going to double up some interviews here. Uh, we had a chance to talk to two, uh, I'd say character actors, from two really great horror movies. Yeah. And in these movies, they play some demented roles. Yeah. But I guess for this time around, we get to... Uh, what would be the best way to put it? Uh, I guess the best way to put it, we uh, we get a chance to talk to the men behind the madness. Nicely put. Thank you. That's why you act and I don't. <laughs> For I am an artist! Yes. So, first up is our conversation with Lawrence R. Harvey from the Human Centipede 2 full sequence. Nice dude. Plays a creepy-ass role, but <laughs> really nice, soft-spoken uh, dude. So... Enjoy. Uh, how's the content so far for you? Uh, and it's been great meeting uh, everybody and lots of people coming up and talking and so on. But, uh, you know, I, I still need to pay bills. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it, it could be better, but uh, it's, uh, it's been a good, a good number of people around. Oh, that's cool. Members wise, it's been fun. Yeah. Have you been to a lot of these cons? Or? Uh, this is my eighth. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, only my second one this year, so I prefer to last year. Um, uh, when you uh, got approached with the movie for Human Centipede full sequence, Human Centipede full sequence, um, did you audition for the role, or...? Yeah, I mean, Tom um, was looking for actors who were kind of physically the opposite of Peter, and had a list of about eight, and auditioned seven of them, and... Uh, I got called in and we hit it off, you know, we hit it off like a house on fire. So, um, so yeah, I did an audition and then in the audition, uh, Tom was going to me to do some of the aspects of Martin's day-to-day routine and the scene with where the mum discovers the uh, scrapbook. Yeah. And, and then Tom kept getting more and more kind of extreme in what he was asking. Yeah. Uh, and so he said, could you do the rape scene? And yeah. So I was looking for something for the right size, the right height. Yeah. To uh, thrust against you. Yeah. Uh, so I, I tipped over a chair and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so was, uh, going for it, yeah. yeah. What were your thoughts when you first initially uh, saw the storyline or the script for it? Yeah, I, I didn't see a script until very late into the process. Um, but Tom uh, knew... At the casting, Tom uh, talked me through the entire film, yeah. scene by scene, uh, describing how the camera angles and so on would be, as well as what was happening with the character and the actions that would be shown on screen. Yeah. Uh, and during the whilst he was telling me that, I kept thinking, oh, oh, that's like uh, the All Night Long trilogy, you know, this kind of Lone Dove, Dove Syndrome kind of film. Or, you know, well, that's like the guinea pig film, or uh, it's like society, the Brian Young film, and so on. So, uh, 
so yeah, I mean, for me it was kind of interesting. The kind of films he seems to be referencing. Yeah. Like, I love the first film because it's a kind of mix of high art, low, low brow culture. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think the same certainly true with, with this, in the way that it kind of feels like an underground film, uh, like a Razorhead or yeah. Thunderbird yeah. or um, great movies. Uh, or like the Richard Kern sort of cinema transgression stuff. You know? Yeah, no. yeah. Um, how was it working with context? Like he. Like, I've seen interviews with him and everything, especially on the first uh, movie DVD, they had the interview with him, and I'm just there going, this dude seems like it'd be interesting just to sit with him for five minutes and go, just tell me everything. <laughs> I, Tom's, like, uh, the loveliest guy, you know, he's uh, really enthusiastic about things, and he's like, he gets excited by things, uh, but he's got this kind of dark sense of humor, which uh, he finds kind of dark stuff incredibly funny. Yeah. And it's just the same kind of dark sense of humor as well. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big kid. Yeah, that's cool. I um, mean, he's got this kind of sideshow, uh, he's got this kind of showman kind of persona. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Uh, but that's the kind of public persona that he just will have when you do the one-to-one kind of thing. Uh, and I think a lot of people, it's like that persona of people at the wrong, some people at the wrong way, but I, I think that's part, part of his, that's still part of his sense of humor. Yeah, that yeah, yeah um, with the, with the mood on set being like such a dark subject and everything for the movie, um, how do you guys uh, try to make sure to stay light where nobody was not like wanting to be like, you know, I'm done. I'm well, on set it wasn't dark at all. I yeah. mean, by the time we finished, I thought we'd make this kind of spatter comedy. Yeah. You know, um, Tom, like I said, you know, he's a big kid. Yeah. He's really enthusiastic. So he, that rubs off on everyone on set. So, you know, the only kind of uh, serious part, I think, was the, the race scene. And me and, um, me and Emma, Emma Locke had to kind of have a sort of serious talk about what, what couldn't come happen and the Emma's like a, a, a real trooper, a proper professional. Yeah. And she said, you know, just just go for it because it's gonna feel it's gonna feel hard yeah, and yeah. nasty and it's gonna be you know, we both recognise the point where Martin any sympathy for Martin is dissolved. Yeah. So um but yeah, I mean she kind of understood it in, totally. Uh and that, but at the same time, you know, I don't wanna kind of hurt her yeah. as an actress, you know, so, yeah. um and uh, you know, I think when when we did it, we just kind of both kind of went for it. And even though I was kind of careful not to hurt her or bang yeah. her, bang her leg or something, yeah. it's um, it's still. I think the kind of loss of power in that situation still felt very traumatic for her. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it kind of hit me. It only hit me when I had to redo the scene for close-ups without her. Yeah. Uh, because then uh, you have to think what the other person was doing yeah. at that time, uh, and then you can't, you're kind of living it through her, her yeah. eyes whilst trying to do what you were doing. Keeping at the time. everything inside. So that that kind of started stirring up kind of dark memories of like a friend that had been raped and yeah. stuff, and yeah, that was the only that was the only dark okay. moment yeah. in the whole shoot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess. Uh, with the recent episode of South Park, they did the, the human 
since iPad. Yep. That was the title of the episode. Have yep. you had a chance to see that episode yet? I, I, I haven't seen it all. I've only seen like half of it. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I, you know, I love South Park. It's oh yeah, it's a great show. And, and I, I I'm not just saying that because one of the uh, South Park staffers is sat behind me. But, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I guess the final question I've been asking this to everybody I've been interviewing and uh, con this past weekend, and actually. Uh, Kevin Stubb, Stubb Togo, and make sure I say that name right, yeah. and none of Mabel actually used to descendancy to the full sequence as their answer for what is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? <laughs> <laughs> I love Sonoma. Yeah. I, I love those guys and what they, they, they do. People. Yeah, well, like, I'm very interested in side shows and, and mm-hmm. side shows and so on. And uh, it's been great to meet them and talk to them about acting history and about kind of the same politics and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting. So, but what my favourite what the fuck movie moment yeah. would probably be in Thunderclap where the the gorilla section movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's probably it. Well, thank you so much, Lawrence R. Harvey, for taking time to talk to us on uh, Nowhere, California. Thanks very much. Um, is there um, any upcoming productions or anything you would like to plug? Your websites or anything? Uh, well, we're we're just about to start shooting. Final sequence. Can't wait for that one. The tagline is 100% politically incorrect. So I, I don't think it's going to out top the gore of the second one, but I think it's certainly going to be pretty offensive in its own way. Yeah. Um, and I think because like, part two starts at the end of part one, yeah. part three will start at the end of part two. Yeah. And hopefully you'll be able to run all three films together as. One, one long blockbuster triple sleep. Exactly. Triple threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A sense speed uh, of human sense speed films. Awesome. Uh, really Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. So, you got to ask the guy from Human Centipede what his favorite WTF was. Yes, Lawrence R. Harvey gave me kind of a bizarre one, kind of a off the beaten path, but still a really great answer. And all Honestly, for such a dark movie, mm-hmm. He gave some really great insight to the the production of it. Really? Yeah, and as much pe- as much as people might think the making of that movie might be like kind of a dark, depressing yeah uh, instance, it's good to know that they were joking. They it was a light set to be on. It was good because yeah, I think even though oh man, um, if I recall right, I think like uh, the Devil's Rejects, uh, one of the actors said, man, you know, he, like, almost felt physically ill after oh, yeah. some of the scenes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Well, but, you know, they say, uh, art isn't pretty. Yeah. Art isn't safe. Art isn't safe. That's what it is. And yeah. nice segue, because on this doubleheader conversation of Tales from the Con, mm-hmm. we sit down with Walter Phelan, a.k.a. Let me get this right. Yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. Hold on, hold on, real quick. Okay. All right. Come on, come on. Warm up those pipes, buddy. Warm up those pipes! Okay. No! Walter Phelan, a.k.a. Dr. Satan! Brilliant! Thank you for this great conversation. And here we go. We are here at Days of the Dead again with Walter Phelan, or let me see if I can do Chris Hardwick justice on this. Dr. Satan! Dr. Satan! Yes, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Sure. How have you been enjoying the con so far? Great. Having fun, yeah. A lot of nice people, as usual. 
You've got to debut conventions, and horror fans are unlike any other fans in the world, I think. Yeah, we've been um, noticing that. This is our first actual, like, full-on con going. Oh, really? And we got here at Express. Yeah, okay. No, they're they're so dedicated uh, to whatever films they're in love with. And, oh, yeah. and of course, House of Thousand Corpses is one of those films. You know, started out little. Yeah. You know... Yeah, as soon as I heard Bob was doing critics hate it as they do everything he does and it's now it's actually more I mean it's 10 years I guess since this came out but it's about 12 since it was filmed 13 actually because Universal dumped him yeah Yeah. so that's that's, it's quite unique to see how many fans stick with something for so long Uh, it's amazing it keeps building year after year it seems like and the fan base is is outrageous and we're actually this weekend for the Days of the Day convention is the 10 year uh, reunion uh, panel Right. How do you feel being here for that? It'll be fun. You know, we've actually done a couple so far this year. Yeah. Um, we seem to kind of uh, see each other everywhere. You kind of see yeah. St. Hague and Bill Mosley yeah. and everybody, you know, at the same con. So this will be like the third one we're doing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What do you think of the legacy of this movie? Because to me, before House of Thousand Corpses came out, a lot of horror movies were kind of going kind of going to fluff. Yeah. Like the recycle stuff. And like I've told people with Rob, he, he brought the stuff back into it. And it's not one of those over kill stuff and it's like you go in a horror movie you're going to feel bad it's a horror movie you're not supposed to be like oh yay well Rob's such a big fan I mean he grew up in the 70s as I did he's a big fan of 70s movies and so many 70s movies that was sort of like the last era of, of I think of great music and movies oh, exactly. people they get backing and they could they could do what they wanted to yeah they weren't you know overseen by so many producers and everyone trying to get what was last week's sellout you know, they want that again. They had such freedom of rain. I think that's where it gets a lot of inspiration, obviously. And there were so many bleak movies in the 70s, you know, go through, you know, whatever the characters are going through, and it's just, the things would just end, and you'd be like, ah, I'm all fucked up now. I, yeah. the theater, I don't know what the hell. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, I, you know, he's a big fan of that stuff, as am I, and I think that's where it's a lot of yeah. inspiration. Uh, with the production and everything, uh, how was it working with the cast, like you said today, Bill Mosley, and working with Rob as a director? Well, when I did House of Thousand Corpses, I had never met any of the cast. Uh, when I came in, there were, it was months after principal photography, and Universal paid for two weeks of reshoots. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I think Rob never wanted anyone to ever see Dr. Satan or even know if he was real or yeah. imaginary or if he was the grandpa or this and that. He would always throw out, basically. let the audience decide about yeah. that. I think Universal needed the payoff at the end. Yeah. Um, so there were two weeks of reshoots in the San Fernando Valley, and that was part of that two weeks, which yeah. was the whole ending. Actually, the uh, area we're from, we're from Hesperia. Oh, yeah. okay. And that's where we got the name for the podcast Network California. That was still by Universal paid yeah. for that two weeks of reshoots. Yeah. Then, then it was done and months passed. And, yeah. and of course, then Universal dumped him and Wayne Toth, his makeup guy, yeah. uh, who actually has how I got hired. Yeah. Wayne just, I mean, Rob said to Wayne, who do you know would be good for this part? Yeah. And I've known Wayne for years. We went back to Rob's house two or three times months later and we'd spend a Saturday or a Sunday at Rob's house yeah. just guerrilla filmmaking in his house in his basement. Oh, yeah. uh, we did Albert Fish ladies. stuff. Yeah. All that little stuff in his house. That was some of the most fun I've ever had. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, what do you think of that climatic scene towards the end of uh, House of the Thousand Corpses that women are in the catacombs and everything and they're finally there to the doctor 
and you're about to operate. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah. finally you get to see me for the, the 60 seconds I'm in there, I yeah, guess. It's but uh, still good 60 <laughs> seconds, man. It's, it's such an amazing image, and uh, uh, just the makeup and the whole image, yeah. and the, the conception of it is so great. That's what really sticks with people. Yeah. And, of course, everyone wants more of that, which sometimes is better to leave people wanting. Oh, yeah. And, and, and as you never go back to something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like with uh, Doubles Rejects, how that Dr. Satan scene got cut. Right. Which yeah, I but, think might have been Rob's idea from the beginning. Yeah. As he was not a sequel guy. Yeah, exactly. And everybody's really changed in that. So I don't think he ever really wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Doubles Rejects, for... For us, we kind of we kind of uh, go over sequels with the fine tooth film. That sequel is probably one of the best sequels. It's very hard to get a good sequel. It's not a sequel to it. Yeah. Rob will tell you it is death It's yeah. not a sequel. I don't it's like its sequels. Movie. Yeah, it's a own it's its own movie because they're not in that vein of House of Thousand Corpses where House of Thousand Corpses is the seventies horror yeah. side of it, and this right. is just it's almost um, on the it's run. Brutal. It's yeah. what it is. Well, it's like I told uh, Mosley last night, it's like there is a special filmmaker that can get the entire song of Freebird and the closing sequence yeah. and you're sitting there the entire time going this is awesome and not getting up and leaving because you heard that song 8 million times exactly. in a second that, you know, that's and, and that scene always gives me chills watching yeah. that scene yeah. now, um, do you have any uh, future projects coming up or well, websites people can hit you up on uh, well you can see Lords of Salem in two weeks awesome. uh, I played awesome. a few monsters in that another yeah. doctor um, you know I mentioned to Rob I said you know what if in these weird sequences that I'm in you know as a priest here and this the monster here and there <laughs> but it was just Dr. Satan that freaked doctor yeah. thing and freaked people out and he was like yeah that's a bad idea no. yeah. <laughs> um, the back episodes of Nowhere California we kind of posed questions to people of what the fuck uh, what's your favorite what the fuck movie moment uh, we've gotten a lot of great answers from it like the special guys they gave us a great answer with uh, Human Centipede 2 the whole movie is a what the fuck movie moment and uh, I want to pose that to you uh, Walter yeah. what is your favorite what the fuck movie moment well it may not necessarily be a horror movie, but when I was a kid, when the original Planet of the Apes came out, we knew it was coming. And when you see that first gorilla on the horse, when they first reveal it, yeah. it was like still one of my favorite moments of any movie of any kind. Yeah, cool. So, that's cool. it. That's my what the fuck. Cool. Thank you, man. Yeah. Well, Walter, thank you so much for sure. taking the time out to do this, and uh, thanks for coming on Nowhere. Thanks a lot. Yeah. And there you have it. There was two interviews for you for the price of one. And since you don't pay for this, you cheap bastards. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome anyway. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, big thank yous to Lawrence R. Harvey from The Human Pit, the Centipede 2 full sequence. Mm-hmm. And Walter Phelan, Dr. Satan, from House of Thousand Horses. Very, and very The very twisted Lord of Salem. Yes. Very. I'm, I'm still a nerd. <laughs> and that was Tell from the Con. Yep. Thank you much, everybody. Coming soon. See you.